And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys? Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Alright guys, so welcome to another episode of the Fighting Fit Show. We promise in 2020 we'll be more consistent with the podcast and we're going to have one every single week. Ooh. Brandon, are you in? I'm in. Niall? I'm in. Every week. So if you're in, like and comment, subscribe to the podcast. Um, so what we're going to do today guys, we're going to do a podcast on um, the new uh, Kickstarter challenge. Um, super, super successful so far. We are running the third Kickstarter challenge now on the 13th of January. So we just want to do this podcast just to maybe fill anybody in who's not aware of what the Kickstarter challenge is all about. Um, basically the, the Kickstarter challenge was designed to help people lose 14 pounds or 5% body fat and kickstart their health and fitness journey. So it's designed to be super simple, super easy to follow, um, help people get in good, good, um, good routine with exercise, a nice, simple, uh, easy to follow nutrition plan. But at the same time, the reason we went for six weeks was six weeks for a lot of people or 42 days is long enough so to feel like they can achieve something significant like a stone um, and at the same time short enough so that they feel like they can stay motivated. Um, what is your what is your thoughts been uh, on the Kickstarter challenge so far? What kind of what has worked well? What hasn't worked well? What do you think about it? I think it really works well for people who like a structured approach. And I feel like some people do get maybe lost in a bit of vagary when you kind of give them a macro and calorie plan. Some people literally just like, here, eat this. Yeah. When yeah. everything's an option, nothing's an option. It's just there's too much choice. Yeah. And then the simplicity of it, like, I mean, it's not exactly just rice, chicken, and broccoli, um, but the, the, the simple way of like one protein, one veg, one carb, mm. your fats. Yeah. Um, and then two protein shakes it just makes it simple it's easy to follow um, and it is kind of that that, that um, very simple kind of broccoli rice chicken if you want it to be and then there's also some hot sauces and some spices and stuff and seasoning to kind of to try, try and make it maybe a little bit more enjoyable and a little bit more sustainable um, but the big thing that I find that really works for people is I think anyway the, the kind of the novelty of starting a challenge and then the the kind of aspect where everyone's in a community, everyone's doing it together. So there's that little bit of camaraderie as well. <coughs> and I think that that really keeps people accountable. Like if I start a six week challenge by myself, it's very easy to just kind of lose it. But if there's a, a start date and everybody's doing it, it's like it's kind of like when you when you first do a five k race, it's like other people kind of carry it. Yeah. You, know, you kind of go with the wave of other people's energy, which That's I think cool. is great. Excellent. Now, any thoughts? I kind of agree with Brandon about the whole community thing. Um, I think again if you're starting if you're doing a challenge by yourself you could sure I'd say everybody does challenge with themselves constantly but if you don't tell anybody nobody knows if you stop it that's why I like that um, I like that kind of we have it on the board your results there's no hiding from your result nobody wants a nobody wants a little red marker so basically guys we do green green marks for a good result and red marks for a bad result nobody wants a red mark up on the board and um I think that one, that was one of the main things to help me with the last one, just because I didn't want to 
didn't want to be any any anywhere on that board. Yeah, mm. and um, just on that and again, it's it's because because again, there's always method to the man at the same time that we do anything. So it's like even even that, as you said, it's like using the board and kind of publicly displaying displaying the results. You don't necessarily ex- display anybody's current weight. We just kind of display if they're if what what they're up or down that week. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's a way that we use what we call social peer pressure or positive peer pressure to influence people's psychology to get them to take the actions that we know that they want to be taken the same way the payment plan works and the accountability deposit again mm. using money as that little extra incentive you know so everything that we do there's always there's always kind of thinking behind it and just in touching base on, on what you were saying about the diet plan um you know the the way it's designed is it really is designed to be uh just to, to promote ordered eating or structured eating so everything it's really it's really a portion controlled plan as you said like there's loads of options like it's not like you know you got protein carbs fats veggies you know that's so you got, you got all the food groups not necessarily limiting the food group around like that um but you have to be really really strict with the um strict yeah, strict is the right word with the with the portion sizes because that is where the if you're not measuring food or you're not kind of being mindful of your portion size you're not following the program because obviously you don't make we don't make people count calories in this one because some people just hate counting calories and it's can be hard for people starting off but you got to you got to get a handle on your portion size because that obviously the portion size equates to the calories and once you do that for a little while once you kind of know what a, a proper portion of of chicken looks like once you know what a proper portion of veggies looks like once you know what a proper portion of rice looks like all this information then stays with you and then you can look at a plate and you know going forward if you're having two or three or four portions, if you're taking the piss with the rice, if you're taking the piss with yeah, the exactly. with the cereal in the morning, you know, because that's where everyone does it. Like I remember bowls of cereal, you fill it up the top, it's like a little mountain on top. That, yeah, oh yeah. It technically it's that's like, like about four servings. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like being being more aware of this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So that's really what it does. It's eye open for people in terms of portion size, and that is although it's so simple, it's off simplicity is often overlooked. But it's really is one of the, the the key players. The reason I know I've ever struggled to to, to maintain to maintain uh, say like a, a low body for a healthy weight is basically down to portion size. Because if I do eat, I eat way too much, and you see people all the time. It's like this kind of binge mentality, you know. And it's like having absolutely no idea how many calories is in that Chinese eating. It's like a, it could be fifteen hundred calories, two thousand calories. Like you know, you really need to be aware of that, especially if you're washing down with alcohol and stuff. You know. I like you're saying. Eating health doesn't qualify for fat loss. Like, if you were to follow the Kickstarter challenge and eat what we say you eat, but you eat twice the amount of what's on the challenge, you're going to gain a certain amount of weight. Um, like, you could be eating 10 portions of carrots, but if that 10 portions of carrots puts you 300 calories over your calorie goal, you're going to gain 0.2 a pound, 0.3 a pound, and then yeah. it adds up and adds up and adds up, and then all of a sudden you're... 10 pounds overweight yeah. and you don't and know I, what happened because you've been eating fucking vegetables the whole time yeah and that's another good point as well because in the challenge obviously we don't have it's not like a cookie cutter plan it's not like one size fits all there's a couple of different versions of the plan and each plan has different uh, portion size amounts therefore each plan equals a different calorie amount so everyone we don't kind of give everybody the same kind of you know 1200 calorie meal plan there is a little bit of variance depending on your starting point and your end goal as well um anything else to add about the kickstarter program lads I think people were really surprised about how much food they were eating and how little calories it actually was when they started eating whole foods. Yeah. Like there was people that were literally like, you know, for talk's sake, fist of carb, pan of protein, a fist of veggies. It's like, but well, you can have as many fists of veggies as you want. It's like some people having like two, three fists. Of, like I literally was talking to a woman and she read me out her entire day. It was like 900 calories. She's like, I literally can't eat another bite. Like I'm stuffed. 900 calories. But most people eat upwards of like 1900 calories 
in you know like you said in, 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 low, one, in one meal yeah and what was in, in high high what is a high energy dense food energy dense food energy dense food calorie dense calorie dense food sorry calorie dense food versus nutrient nutri- dense. nutrient dense foods that's what what do you call your man it's Joe Delaney Shred Mundy yeah Shred yeah um, he does a cool video on YouTube and it's um, it's he does a high high volume eating for a day and he basically just like picks loads of food that are just like very low in cal- calories, high in nutrients, and just basically stuffs himself. And he eats yeah. this like one of them. If any any's ever had a sick bowl grown up, one of yeah, like big yeah. plastic bowls, and he literally just filled that to the brim, and he was just struggling, just eating this massive salad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I said, it's like, and it's like that all that roughage really does fill you up. And because the the tummy walks off uh, for a lot, to a large part uh, stretch receptors. So mm-hmm. once the stretch receptors are activated in the stomach. Again, although because you're eating lettuce and onions and this stuff literally has, like, you'd be surprised, like, like seven calories in a cherry tomato or something. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, geez, how many of them are you going to eat? Like 70? You know what I mean? It's like, you really have to eat a huge amount to, to be but eating the, any the, decent. Yeah, the thing about it is, though, it's like when you're eating, when you're eating, like, foods that taste good, like, like chocolate and Chinese. Chinese is massive for me. Like, when I, when I eat Chinese, like, I get, like, this visceral feeling. Like, it's so good. And it's kind of like... Short term, though. Yeah, but the, but the thing about it is, like, I literally, at so, like a, to a large degree, when I, when I eat Chinese, like I will ignore the stretch receptors mm. because this of course, yeah. mouth feeling is just way stronger than, the than, than exactly. Yeah, and then on, it's not until you're after like I am disgustingly yeah. full, like it's it's horrible. But it's like like you said, it's like when you're eating foods, maybe don't don't have that mouth pleasure. As soon as you hit the stretch receptor, oh, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Especially really- if you reach the stretch receptors with good with. Nutrient density. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm full now. I'm not having any more of this. Yeah. I don't even know what I, what I really noticed, especially around Christmas time, is just like when you're eating kind of the bad, the bad foods, like how it just makes you feel in terms of digestion. It just seems to take so much longer to digest. Yeah. Like, say, like he's obviously maybe having a Chinese or something like that, and can you have it even like not even that late, like six, seven o'clock, wake up the next day, and you can still feel it. You know, like it hasn't fully digested. Whereas if we just whatever, whatever, then like turns back on 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 the good diet end the other day and like just eat normal food. And it's like Jesus, like you're not waking up still feeling full. You know, I think over Christmas I had like say like a Chinese and a Domino's, and just even though I had them maybe like six or seven o'clock, you know, just still feeling it in, in your system the next day. You know, because I literally feel the opposite. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you wake up starving. Well, you're not. I wake, about, yeah, I wake you up. wake up starving, but you still you still feel it in you. Yeah, you're I hungry. You're hungry, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I just know that when I eat. Something like that. I literally wake up, starve. Just yeah. like I don't know what that is. Like what is that? Mm, I I think, I, I think it's mostly because you've interrupted. You've interrupted the general kind of way the ghrelin spikes at breakfast, lunch, and dinner has these timed responses. I think maybe you, you kind of just interrupt that because you maybe eat late at night, mm. and it's like oh well, the next meal is usually or the meals are usually three or four hours apart. So yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. you make you get get ghrelin activated. I assume Goodness all hunger is related to ghrelin. I, I assume. So again, just on that. So if even if uh, for people that are watching this, that maybe. Or never going to do the Kickstarter challenge because maybe they don't live locally or whatever, whatever the case would be. What kind of tips could we give them from the Kickstarter challenge that would help them get better results? I think one of the first ones is obviously just talking about the portion size. Like, and just again, super, super, super simple. How to build a plate, how to build a meal. That's kind of core in the in the meal plan. You'll see, like, say, like in a breakfast. You know, breakfast you choose one portion of protein, one portion, of, uh, one portion of carbs, one portion of veggies. Um, you know. Then I'll grab a portion of again portion of protein in every single meal. So basically, the structure is there's protein in every meal. Okay, that's plus, key. Plus protein, protein in every meal plus a shake. Okay, and, um, I think a good way to look at it for anyone that's not that's not going to do the challenge or does not live locally, you just look at your plate, kind of half it down the middle, all veggies one side, and then split the other two, carbs and proteins. I think 
be a great way to just nice simply build a plate yeah and then, so, and then how do you build it to watch it look like so now let's talk through the, the portion size exactly like quarter quarter carbs quarter protein maybe half edges or maybe slightly more than quarter protein and slightly less than half edges but I wouldn't go more than a quarter on the carbohydrates well, what's a, I say like a good way for people to use their hands to to, Let's see. to fist of protein palm of carbs no, no, is no. it or is it the way around fist of carbs fist of carbs palm of protein a thumb of fat a fist of veg Unlimited veg. Did it say a couple couple carbs? No. Did it say a fist of carbs or a couple carbs? Fist. Fist. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So just to just to recap, guys. So palm size protein. So the chicken fillet on your plate should look something similar to the size of your hand. Because think about it. Bigger people have bigger hands. Mm-hmm. Bigger, like say like I don't know, say like a six foot lad is going to need more than me. He's probably going to have bigger hands. With all, it's all related. Again. Not 100%, not an exact science, but again, it's good enough to start getting your results. So palm size, pro, uh, palm size for, for protein, uh, tongue for the fat, so that's kind of your, your nuts, your olive oils, your butter should never be bigger than your thumb. Uh, carbs, we're looking at a big fistful, and then the, the, the veggies, um, fistful as well. And I kind of, even on our plan here, veggies are limited things like, uh, what do we have? Uh, Leafy veggies. Yeah, spa- well. I've got asparagus, broccoli, yeah. spinach, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, lettuce, greens, kale, all that stuff is unlimited, because again, because it's so, um, low, in calories. low in calories so nutrient dense that it's like you know, you'll, you'll get full eating it before you've kind of ate any significant mm-hmm. amount really you know yeah. um, and then the, like you said the other thing you just want to watch out for is starchy root vegetables so yeah. the, the tubers they can add up yeah carbs um, carbs carrots uh, parsnip uh, like they're not crazy but they'll add up turnip like they are yeah. high in carbs but they like if you eat Unlimited portions of them it will yeah. affect your results. Basically, basically, what works, guys, is the veggies. You just got to think: does it grow below the ground or does it grow above the ground? If it grows below the ground, it's much higher in carbohydrates. It's a root vegetable. There's a much, it's much more energy dense, much more calorie dense. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be mindful. I think does it grow, does it grow above or below the ground? You want to the, the stuff that grows above ground is much, uh, much lower in calories uh, and usually, you know. Well, more veggies. Like the same, same thing. Potatoes are vegetable. Like there's loads and loads of vitamins and minerals in potatoes as well as I say spinach. But although spinach is that one of the depends on soil, Stephen. Yeah, true. <laughs> but it does. It, it, it does the debate for another day. Um, and again, so that's one key. One key part of the program is that is the, the the kind of the, the the portion size and building building your meals, building your plate. Okay. And that's the main thing to take yeah, from it. it is. Uh, but uh, but also then the second one. So portion size. Second one, I would say just to emphasizes the protein at every meal. Higher protein diets mm-hmm. outperform every other diet. It's a fact. Next one is then the the logs. So we got the That's what I was say we got the, we got the paper logs in the book, so you can kind of you keep a food journal. You can use my fitness pal, or you can take pictures. So we've got different options for different people. Um, different the key is for different folks. The key is keeping a log, keeping accountable to your food, mm-hmm. and meaning for a second off that when you do, if you do fall off track or some week that you don't. Uh, maybe you don't get the result that you wanted or you thought you would get it means that we now have something to analyze if you come in because we all know diet is going to give us 70% of the results um, but if we have no log and you come in you're doing the workouts we've no, no way to give you feedback on your diet it makes it very difficult to both left scratch our head so it's really important that we have an accurate log also when you keep a log you make better decisions because if you know you have to show somebody or somebody's going to be looking at it or if you take a picture of it you think twice about it and you know you, you, you think a little bit smarter or and think then, or, or think at all exactly because, true because a lot of times just mindless eating like literally I wander around the house often when I'm bored and would like literally be waiting on let's say herself to come home and just waiting around I'll be like what do I snack on now you know it's just that boredom cue yeah. it's just like when you're bored you tend to snack and it's like and when when you're when something's a habit and you're not really thinking about it it's like the tendency mm-hmm. to make a good decision just goes way down I think that was a big thing over Christmas just everybody's off so you're just constantly grazing it's not even you're not even eating meals you're just 
each meal just <laughs> each meal rolls into the next. You're not you're only not chewing for about half an hour at a time, and then you're eating again. Or you're drunk. Mm -hmm. Or you're drunk. Yeah, and then also, guys, just at the back of the the Kickstarter challenge, we also have a ninety minute meal prep uh, hack guide. So basically, just kind of how to get your meal prep for the week done in ninety minutes. Again, having a plan for talking to one of the girls that was that signed that started it uh, today this morning, and basically just saying like, you know, we're looking at kind of trying to identify the kind of her keystone habits or her needle movers. And she's like, you know, well, listen, when I sit down, and I prep my meals, I do ten times better. So it's like meal prepping really is one of them things that will make a big big difference so if you have uh, the, the 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 ability to, to to block it a period of time maybe on a sunday and a wednesday sometimes they find it's better to do meal prep twice a week so it's mm -hmm. a little bit fresh maybe yeah. midweek can do it at the start of the week so maybe sunday to wednesday or sunday and thursday something like that uh, but again nice quick easy simple guide to do it basically you know you come home from shopping come home after the shop you don't put the shopping away you get the you know get the oven on get the pots ready Instead of putting away into the press in the fridge, start cooking straight away. Get the, get the ball rolling and get the meal prepped on for a week. I think um, there's a nice sense of accomplishment from that as well. I think once it's all prepped, you're going, ah, oh, I did that, and now I'm ready for the week. Like yeah. it's for kind of like your first small win of the week, Big time. and then am I rolling to the next one, and the next one, and the next one? Yeah. And, and sorry, the other side of the meal prepping is you make winning convenient. Exactly. You know I mean, you make the right decision as convenient as going for a snack. Like it's like if big one, yeah, if good you're gonna, point. If you're going to grab a bag of crisps, it's like it literally takes. You know, thirty seconds to open the bag. You know, where it's like thirty seconds. How long is it taking you to open the bag? <laughs> a big bag, and then you reach in a little bag. You open the bag again. Yeah, it was, you know, it takes you to grab it. Whereas if you just go to the fridge, it means ready. Put it in the microwave. Boom, it's yeah. done. Or again, I was having another conversation with another guy signing up. Um, the other day, I'm talking about. He's asking about the the meal prep, meal prep services. And I was like, listen, short term, listen, do do what do what's going to help you achieve the goal. You know, like you know, meal prep is fine, but long term, you really got to look at cooking your own food and upgrading your skill in the kitchen so that you can cook food to a quality that makes eating at, eating at home just as tempting as eating out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, pray, I feel like that's what's letting people down. Is like, you just can't, you're just, you're just a shit cook, basically. You just, you know what I mean? Everyone, it's like, you know, Chinese is always going to be better because, like, what can you cook? Beans and toast? It's like, you're always going to choose the Chinese. You know, whereas if you kind of get a little bit more Gordon Ramsay about it, you know what I mean, and upgrade your skills in the kitchen, it might make things a little bit more appealing. And again, if, you're, if you're fussy, I know when, I'm, when I know when I'm like on it and I'm on like following a trick, like I'm super simple. I really just completely like eating for pleasure just goes to the back of my mind. And I'm just like, listen, eating for fuel, eating for purpose. But even just simple things like adding salt, you know, like literally just, just, season, just, just seasoning. seasoning. Like, like it's like, do you want plain chicken and asparagus or do you want Cajun chicken and asparagus? Yeah, like a hundred, literally a hundred times better. And it's just uh, just adding powder, not adding any extra calories. It's much better. The the seasoning spice is much better than adding the sauce. It's way less calories. But even like hot sauce now is so so good. Yeah. Like, and then and then a full eat. jar of hot sauce like so sixty just, calories. Yeah, just on that, like just because we have all these things are free on the on the challenge that we do, so you can have as much of these as you want. Obviously, it's things like you know mustard, soy sauce, dry spices, uh, uh, rubs for the meat, lemon juice, balsamic vinegar, salt and pepper, obviously stevia, splenda, hot sauce, passata, and more. Um, you know, so they are the really things that they, what they're called in the challenge is the flavor enhancers. It's so important that you just try and put in a bit of effort. Don't be eating too bland. Try and make it as enjoyable as possible. I think the flavor enhancers are another very, very important thing to keep uh, motivated. Like, I know... And the Coke Zeros. <laughs> and I have one sitting beside me right now. Um, they're like so, something that's not going to... Something that's not... That's going to keep you going, but it's not going to affect your results. Like, I, I find even if I, even if I was eating plain food, I find like I could keep going on a Coke Zero. Yeah, maybe once, yeah. once, one every day or something. For two reasons. First off, it kind of gives you that little bit of sweet, and second off, because mm. it's carbonated, it kind of fills you up a little bit. Exactly. Actually, yeah, I find you get very, very kind of full, full from a Coke Zero. <laughs> a little bit gassy. 
Uh, and then guys, then we have a habit forming cheat sheet. It's a 20 or 30 day kind of habit builder. Can talk through kind of what are, what are, it's basically choose one habit at a time for the designated uh, period of time we're to focus on. Start small, commit to 42 days of putting effort forward to build this habit. Fill one of these sheets in every day. And it's basically got like little things going to teach you about what triggers are. It's going to tell you why rewards are important. And it kind of reminds you kind of what's my why, what will it cost me if I don't form this habit. Um, kind of write down the wins of the week. So it's pretty, pretty handy, pretty useful if there's maybe something you want to work on alongside the challenge, especially what we call, I said at the start, like a keystone habit. That one thing, that one behavior, or maybe it's that meal prep, maybe it's the 10,000 steps, maybe it's getting to the gym, maybe it's getting to bed on time, but that whatever it is, that one thing that when you do that one thing, everything else falls into place. It kind of, it's, it's a, it has a, a positive rippling effect across all a- other areas of your life. For me, it's, for me, it's protein shakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, I, when I take, when I get into a habit to take protein shakes, I literally get into a habit of eating well. Yeah, for me, it's a, it's a sorry, it's, it's an easy win. So it's like, it helps if it's easy. Yeah, for me, it's probably getting to bed early and getting up early. Because I find it, because well, it's a great saying, nothing good happens after midnight. So it's like if I'm staying up late, I'm probably 99.9% not doing anything productive. <laughs> yeah. you, mean, probably you might think it's productive, but it's actually just very, very secondary. Yeah, exactly. Usually, like, usually looking like, up, you're looking lying in bed looking up holidays. Yeah, like, or fucking I need to watching go Netflix or yeah, yeah. scrolling or you know, be fucking late like Chinese or you're at drinking or something. You know, I mean? Nothing good usually happens after midnight. Obviously, there's, there, there is exceptions. Unless you meet the love of your life. Exactly. Um, and then. Oh, sorry, go on. No, no, go. I just want to, I wanted to talk about kind of uh, any people doing the challenge that are going to be away for a portion of it and we also have a restaurant ordering system in the book um, designed to kind of step by step show you how to use a restaurant menu how to make good choices uh, in the restaurant and a lot of times you like restaurants have all the ingredients that you that you need to have a healthy meal you don't have to I don't think it'd be extremely rude to ask for you know a can I just get a chicken filler and some, you know, mashed potatoes or sweet potato or something like that? Um, like we do, we do uh, it's just a little few pages back. We have a, just a quick kind of little four step guide on how to, how to order food in restaurants, you know, pick your protein, obviously whatever protein you want, chicken, pork, um, fish, uh, eggs, any sort of like that. Skip, skip your fat. So basically kind of, um, kind of the add-ons that they cook and I kind of maybe ask if they could cook it in uh, any kind of low fat uh, or low fat kind of sauce that they might have or cooking oil that they might have rather you ask them to grill instead of frying yeah again like if you if you're if you're the sort of person that loves like a like a chicken a chicken fillet burger or whatever maybe ask they can put it on the grill instead of sticking in the deep fat fryer i know a few kind of uh, takeaways in town do that as well they offer like a healthy option where it's more they do, yeah they do a grilled chicken fillet burger and um like kind of like chicken based pizza and all that sort of stuff rather than the carb based pizza and then obviously we have pick your carb um, this is where you have your kind of you can either have your potatoes or whatever or you can also have your root veg like your parsnips carrots all this sort of stuff but I'm not very not sure that uh, most restaurants do parsnips that seems like an Irish thing and then obviously guys you have your unlimited veggies no matter where you go everywhere has kind of leafy greens and again you will get full before you eat too much of them so if you're not going to be here for any any portion of the challenge there is still no reason that you can't hit your goals well it's like it's a, sorry but it's like if you were if i go to a restaurant and it's a restaurant not like a takeaway but it's like if you go to a restaurant and you order a steak it's like it's normally a steak and two sides you know it's exactly. like a side of vegetables and your chips and yeah. it's literally just case going can i get a side of vegetables and a side salad yeah. Yeah. it's it's happened it's happened the not the 
That's the word, not courage. Courage is probably too strong. Word. The wherewithal. I think having it's having the, the discipline. Having the discipline. That's what. Having the discipline to say no to desire and having the discipline to say no to the past. Mm. And having the discipline to say no to other things. It's like you can still go out and have a good time. And then, then, and that's a topic again for another day. But it's like this whole alcohol thing. People can't go out and socialize without alcohol. And it's like that's a whole other issue. You need that's a whole social anxiety issue that you need to maybe look at and address and realize that you have social anxiety issues if you need to be drunk to socialize with your friends well only only if only if you're only if you're socially anxious because some, so, some people are just socially bored you know what I mean and there's a good so reason yeah, so it's like just, just, what good, you're doing isn't exciting yeah there's like a good reason why you should you go paintball instead of going to the pub or exactly or that's or it go hiking or do something more interesting what are you supposed to do just sit around and chat it's like yeah because you need to be pissed in order to sit around with a lot of people and just just chat at a table it's like, or at least play, play a fucking board game or something or, That's why I love a good. A few pubs actually do have their own set of board games. Oh, and all, yeah. Or work on surround yourself with people who are more interesting, or work on your communication. You know, it's yeah. like be a more interesting, interesting conversationalist. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, but just really, really be be aware of like what you, what your relationships with people are are centered around. It's like some people you only you only socialize in the pub with them. It's mm. like. Like is is that? But it's like it's like fair play. If it is what it is, like you know, if it's if it's a good, you feel like it's a good relationship. It's good, but it's like, do you feel like it's a good relationship? Is it empowering you? Is it constantly knocking you off off track with your goals? Do mm. you feel like they're always calling you at the wrong times when you just kind of get momentum going? You know what I mean? It's like would they go for a hike with you if you asked them instead? Would they go to the gym with you instead? You know what I mean? That's like it, there's there's a good good term for something like that. And I I, I watch an awful lot of show my six hundred pound life, and there's a there's a, a, a good term for that. It's a, it's an enabler. Yeah. And it's like it's it's not like it's, it's not, not they're a bad person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it's not even just your goal, but it's your goals aren't in alignment. Yeah, yeah. your yeah. goals aren't in alignment. And but it's kind of, but you you could be their enabler. Yeah. Like for talks' yeah. sake, it's like if they want to go to the pub and they have nobody to go with, it's like you they might ask too. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's like oh, there you go. I have somebody. I have a good reason to drink now. Yeah. You can be a positive enabler as well, though. Yeah. You could go to the gym with somebody that's kind of a little bit too shy to go. You're welcome, Niall. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Brandon. <laughs> or even you could be a positive enabler in the fact that someone knows they should be going to the gym, but they just can't pull themselves together and go and you were like come on the fuck we're going to the gym sort of thing yeah. like Brandon does that to me multiple times a week hmm. um, I do it to myself multiple times yeah. a week and then back just back and I would just say because you, you touched and you said that if people are doing the challenge at any point that they're going to be away they mm. can use this kind of kind of restaurant eating system kind of when they're eating out and they're away mm. which is cool but also that in terms of workouts the way basically we run our, we run our, our, our program now kind of going forward is it's a hybrid program hybrid basically means that we, we incorporate the, both the, the best of both in studio and online so you've got two options every day so you can come into the studio and work out or you'll have just uh, just an, just as an effective workout to do online or you can do it at home with absolutely no equipment so really is there's no excuses like we really are results oriented we want to help you get to point b it doesn't matter if you do that by working out else in here five days a week if you're working at home five days a week if you want to walk if you want to end as we said as long as you're following the nutrition program or, or accountability coach will be reaching out to you a couple times a week you'll be doing your weekly lanes all this kind of stuff to keep you on track and um, it's not about the workouts please do not use not being able to get to a workout in the gym as an excuse for not being successful in the program all you have to do is move your body for you know some but for some people for them i think anyway that's the keystone habit Mm, you know yeah. what I mean and it's like their keystone habit is working out and it's like look I understand that but it's like maybe try and build another keystone habit it's like that's a good place to start but understanding that if that's not only if it's an issue for you only exactly. if, only if, if constantly missing workouts is an issue and like the yeah. keystone habit isn't been, isn't hasn't shown to be be effective yeah. but it's more so it's just like listen it's just like best case scenario you get in but worst case scenario there's always something to do so it's just don't use it's like we're basically just trying to take that excuse off the table is basically what we're yeah. doing now we, we, literally, we literally are the everyman gym we want to be yeah. like if if you struggle with 
exercise, you know, if you're, if you're busy, if you've got a family, it's like we literally, like, we all understand, you know what I mean? It's like if anybody, if you've got an excuse, chances are I wouldn't say they're going to weave up with that excuse as well, you know, and then through kind of batting it off each other, trying to figure out a way. Trying to, to narrow. Exactly, yeah, trying, trying, trying to find a way to make that work for you. You know, it's like we generally have uh, half five in the morning class now because apparently a quarter past six class is still is, is still too late for some people to have to go to Dublin you know what I mean which is fair enough and here, but here we are in a rock now you know now we've got fair the class to to, exactly if there's demand but I'm saying it, it's not fair play to, not fair play to us but like you know fair play to you guys and fair play to you for one and like that's, as far as I know that's the earliest class in the law it is yeah that is the earliest nobody else gets up earlier for their clients than us because why because they said there was demand for it and we said listen if it's if it's, if it's going to help you reach your results we'll put on the class here we are half five Eight, 18 on a Monday 18 no, it's, 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 it's literally our business class today yeah. I, think it's yeah. become, I think it's become better for us as as people as well I think getting up getting up a little bit earlier makes yeah. you feel like you got a bit of a jump on the world getting so. up early is literally the number one the best habit I've ever got into paired, paired with going to bed early paired, you don't yeah. go to bed early you're, yeah you're just fucking yourself it's, you're burning the candle at both ends and you're it's, it's, it's going to come to an end very quickly um let me see anything just, else oh sorry just have just haven't said that on the on the home workouts guys we did we happened to do a just a, a full bodyweight workout in the gym in the studio yesterday and everybody was absolutely bollocks they loved it and it just goes to show that all you need to do to get a good sweat going and get an absolutely great workout is a bottle of water and yourself so yeah. I, also, I also have a workout on YouTube um, which is a hit workout with me mm. and that is the toughest workout like it literally one of the toughest workouts I've ever done did you, did you just, ever do the, did, did you ever do your own workout like home Oh no! Outside of here. <laughs> oh no! That's sure. hilarious. Brandon at home watching himself on YouTube. Brandon, right you're so good. Oh, thanks, Brandon. <laughs> I like literally hate it. Like, see, see, see when even Sally comes on, I have to hear myself. I'm like, oh god. That 45 minute workout that me and you recorded that time, uh, that was tough. I that was, was again all body. That was grand. That was. You were in the blue zone, which is we use our training system, guys. The blue zone is pretty, pretty kind of medium high high intensity. All right. I'd love to. Count I was that. up in that high yellow red zone. I'd love so. to count that ref rep and see why that was. I think Maybe I just did more reps. Alright guys, so listen, I'm gonna just gonna wrap it up. I want to try and keep this podcast under 30 minutes. Um so basically guys, just to just to, to reinforce guys, we absolutely love to work with two types of people. Um, you know, busy working professionals, people who have, have jobs, people who have families, people who are struggling to 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 really fit exercise into their into their routine, people who kind of keep falling off falling off the wagon, people who need to work with a trainer, people who want that higher level of accountability, people who want that uh, strict and structured program. We really, really, really have have, uh, have shown to be very helpful to people who, one, either are struggling to get momentum and struggling to, to, to get started with their journey. So we work really well with beginners, people who just need that help and support to get the ball rolling and to just build momentum towards the goals. And then second of all, we work really well with people who have maybe hit a bit of a plateau, they've been kind of trained a little bit for years, but they've maybe lost that little bit of intensity and then they're looking for that push to go to the next level. So if either one of them options sounds like you guys, get in touch, send me a message on Facebook, we can book a quick call just to make sure what we offer is a good fit for yourself. Um, but the Kickstarter program kicks off on the 13th of January. Keep eyes on social media, we see the incredible results coming up very soon. This is going to be our biggest and best one yet. There are loads and loads of members. This is, again, more people doing this than ever, ever before. Obviously, January is, is, is always going to be busy, busier than, than any other time of the year for fitness businesses. But again, we're super excited for it, guys. And if you're watching, we'd love to have you uh, have you come join us and, and be a part of it. And that's it, guys. All happy enough? Yep. Alright guys, cool. So we'll see you in the next one. If you did enjoy this one, like and uh, like and subscribe and make sure that you leave a comment down below. Any questions you have will answer in the next podcast. Um, or if there's any topics you'd like us to cover for future podcasts, just let us know, guys. On that note, I will see you during the week and best of luck with your health and fitness goals in 2020. Follow me on Instagram, FF Coach.
And I am uh, fighting double underscore. Alright guys, thanks for being in season the next one.